It's your boy Dreams from the Notorious Mass Effect, and I'm here to let you know you're holding yourself back. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysis or your own radio show or something that the world's never even heard before, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership for the newbies out there. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started so you can start affecting the masses. And remember your boy Dreams believed in you before you even started your show. So please don't switch up on me. Remember me when you make it to the top. That's all I ask. here aka dreams and i would like to welcome you to mine which i call the notorious mass effect podcast i am a hip-hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of r&b mixed in for episode 72 we're going to be getting into summer walker's latest single featuring the city girls called x for a reason young thug's latest album called punk nintendo's latest dlc news with animal crossing then we're going to end with Little Dirk's latest single titled Pissed Me Off. <laughs> but before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Also, make sure to share this podcast, rating the show five stars on Apple Podcasts, as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Also, before we get into the show, I want to thank all the listeners. We hit a milestone, which is 40,000 total plays. It's, it's kind of like surreal at a certain point because I believe last year it took well. I've been doing this for like I think a year and a half and last year 
I believe it took me like six months to get to 10,000 total plays. So if you just put that in perspective, we are on a great tra trajectory. Trajectory. Okay, you know I came in. Hold up. Give me one second. You know that's that. That's that's always one of the running themes of this podcast. I always just say words and then forget the how to say it. I'm gonna look this up right now because I'm gonna get this word right. I don't care if it makes me look crazy. <laughs> um, trajectory. Trajectory. All right. Yeah, y'all gotta listen to me. Y'all gotta hear. Y'all gotta suffer through me learning how to say this word. So basically, we are on a great trajectory, and that is as obvious as can be with this year uh, us doing like I believe we do over. Um, I don't know the specific numbers, but I, it's like a thousand to two thousand a week at this point. So we're gonna hit fifty thousand pretty fast. It's kind of like I'm not gonna put in like I'm making like millions of dollars, but let's just say that when millionaires say that when they made the first million, the others came easier. It's on a much lower scale. <laughs> I can compare that to this pod as getting to. 10,000 seemed like a lot and now we're sitting at 40,000 well we're much past that now at the like when this comes out we're gonna be past 40,000 but we we were at 40,000 like whenever I put out that I don't even know if I put out a post I think I put out a post on my personal site but I don't I don't know if I even have my personal profile on my link tree which I should probably do that but anyways I posted about it and but I just wanted to say it again on my episode because I feel like that's that's very important for me to keep the listeners up to date on how much they're helping me affect the masses. I just want to thank everybody for listening. And that's not something I ever take for granted. So, yeah, let's get into the episode, you know, push all the, the mushy stuff to the side. And we're going to get into Summer Walker's latest single with the City Girls called X for a Reason. Lord, you know how hard it is Dealing with the pain day to day of a one man She can never be what I am But as long as he with me, that's what it's gonna be So that track took a turn for the worst And when I say that, I'm not saying that as like a hater I'm just saying that it's very prevalent that the actual start of the track wasn't the direction that the entire track was going to go with. So for them to switch the tempo and completely change the vibe of the track for the worse, in my opinion, whoever was the A&R or producer for that track needs to, not, not needs to be like fired or something. I'm just saying like they need to, they need to like have a little have a little talk with with him or her because that that producer totally messed up that track as x for a reason the first 19 18 to 19 seconds of that track sounded like it was going to be a hit then they, it just took a turn for like the absolute worst and it, it was like it wasn't like ter terrible but it was like at, at at a certain point you're listening and you're like the beginning of this track rating it out of 10 would be like a seven and the 
throughout the rest of this throughout the rest of this track it was more of like a four at, at like that's being nice maybe even a two so it, it's like this track is not it's, it's not good it's, it's not a good track like i don't know how to say it and it's not just because that i feel like summer walker isn't a good artist i feel like summer walker is a great artist which makes this even more surprising that this track will come out like like this is a single when you put out a single for your track you're like this is the one that i'm the most confident with from like out of the whole album i'm the most confident that this will blow up out of the mo out of the whole album so i'm gonna put this out as a single that's why it's called a single <laughs> because it can stand alone but with this track it's like this track should have let a this should this track should have shouldn't have even been an album cut this track should have been left in the recycle bin on the tab the, the, the recycle tab on the uh, on the producer's laptop like i don't understand how this track even became a single let alone an album cut one of the reasons I can't see it coming, well, not coming. One of the reasons I, I can't see it coming out as a single is because you have the, the City Girls on it. But, like, you could just, if you don't want to play politics and be like, oh, Summer Walker thought my verse was trash, so she didn't put the put it out, out as a single like she told me she was, just let them know that you ain't like the direction it went into, but you're willing to send them another track to put their vocals on that, like, you're just going to switch up the song and let them like, I don't know how that works. Cause you know, artists are very sensitive with their crafts. So I don't know how that works, but at the same time, the track is not good. <laughs> like it's just simply not good at all. The, the, the reason that people are killing it so much is just because I don't know. Like the reason people are killing it so much is because Summer Walker has put out tracks like and, and just put out stuff like over it and when you hear tracks when you hear things like over it and then you hear x for a reason the comparison is just not like it's not equivalent <laughs> like the the drop-off is substantial is it's i don't know what else to use it's is very apparent that the direction she's going in she keeps going this album will be trashed by critiques like myself and just the, the even the bigger platforms and then the public because the public's already killing it but it is about like people thought X for a reason was going to be a great track for for the message and I'm talking females like not even just males females specifically hate well not hate it that's a strong word but they strongly dislike this track <laughs> as they were saying that x for a reason was supposed to be about getting like like letting him know you're x for a reason but it's really about nobody's x like it's, it's it's a love song like it's not really the title is very misleading and I think that the the people who who was coming out was, was just so big, and then the movement was just so strong with people negatively receiving this track that even Summer Walker herself came out to to defend the track, saying, "Stop!" Quote: This is a quote. She said, "Quote: Stop adding me." Responding to the critics, 
Then she said, quote, the first song I wanted to release was called Toxic, but we here now, period. I had no say in making this decision. So let's just move past it now. We're here now. So leave me alone. So if that tells you, that tells me a lot. Honestly, reading that tells me a lot. Tells me that the producer even needs a more, uh, even a longer talking to as, as far as whoever was the A&R or whoever made the decision, somebody in the label probably. Whoever made that decision doesn't need to be fired, but doesn't need to have any say so in singles for quite amount of time in, in, in the future. Quite a, like, I don't know if I said that right, but doesn't need to have a say in in the future going like going forward as far as singles maybe as far as music in general i don't know you have to check the whole track record off of that whoever greenlit that's as a single and was like oh that's the one we're gonna put out as a single you gotta look at his track record like you gotta be like oh yeah he did say that album cover art was fire but we end up going with this one this one was way better so maybe he is like you gotta just start questioning everything that person whoever co-signed this track you gotta start questioning him because that that's just not it so just to be fair i'm gonna play another snippet of it so you can hear a little bit more i i don't want to hear any more this track this track but um i'm gonna let y'all hear it a little bit more just just because out of like just being fair with every other track i usually review so here is this i think it's a little bit of city girls part i don't know which city girl it is because i don't, I don't listen to this track like i listen to it like i think three times and that's just because you know getting ready for the episode but at the, at the when i first listened to it i'm a not a huge summer walker fan but i, I would consider myself a fan listen to it I, I never clicked off a, a track so fast and like I hit the, the skip button with the quickness so uh yeah here is a snippet another snippet of the track and it shouldn't be too long but here it is right now Dish for a reason, though. She was thinking on this with them easy, though. Yeah. You was ex for a reason, so ain't no more reason to be reasonable. Right. You the type I slap out. Slap and out. you mad because the got a bag in my back out. Keep playing, I'm a snap out. Call his mother phone number again, I'm a blackout. Blackout. Bring a trap out. What? Yeah, that's. that's that's all I can tolerate, honestly. Because, you know, I have to listen to these tracks. Like, I have the earphones in. Like, I have to listen to this, too, when I'm playing the snippets. So, yeah, that's. <laughs> that's that's all I could tolerate, honestly. So yeah, um, S Summer Walker X for a reason featuring the City Girls obviously is not a success. Like sales wise, it might be. You never know. With negative feedback, it could still end up being a, a not a huge smash, but it could end up doing. You know the whole cliche: all publicity is good publicity. With this receiving so much backlash, it may actually help out the sales, but I think that's a slim chance, slim chance to none that that's the case. Because the thing that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about in my mind, the type of tracks that have been killed like this was the YBN Namir track he put out, and it was very much negatively critiqued, and that ended up doing good amount of sales. Like I believe it went gold 
if I'm not mistaken. I think the track went gold and then or platinum. I don't know which one, but Namir came out was like, oh, I guess y'all really dislike the track or something like that. Or he said worst track of all time. And he put up that that article about it going gold or whatever. It did some type of accomplishment as far as sales wise. And so with X for a reason, maybe it could capitalize off of the negative press. But I think the chances for that is slim to none because with female artists, they are not they don't have as high as sales numbers as far as male artists like and that's just like look at the top artists in the world and i think the top five is male all male like it's just a fact so as far as summer walker goes she definitely sells more than most artists but at the same time with this type of single those sales are gonna be questionable at this point because the the quality is being questioned so yeah, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think? What do you think of X for a reason? And do you think Summer Walker should ever make a track with the City Girls again? Now we're gonna get into Young Young Thug's latest album called Punk. And let me tell you, this album is. Before I even get into it, this album is phenomenal. So let's let's dive into Young Thug's latest album called Punk. I gotta tell you that you're dying tonight. We out of Italy on the water. Main Street recording. Smoking weed. Smoking dope. Drinking a little lean. I actually did good, I ain't drinking but a paint this whole tour. Yeah, on tour, I don't miss my son's birthday. It's on July the 15th. No, I, I low-key like really see people ride past on boats right now, I do it up. Just, just depend how sweet, you know what I'm saying, man, that major. Nah. Told the lawyer that my brother ain't going back to prison. I don't give a f if I got to turn it Jehovah Witness. I'm just seeking for God's soul, cause I know something's missing. Come a day go South Boston, I came from pen and pinch. Came out the struggle, I really had lost a brother. Got to fight with a date with the sheriff, I almost lost my brother. That's funny. Now, legacy is a thing that requires a high quality along with consistency as far as leaving a legacy. Young Thug has released two albums that have totally changed his perception, public perception, as an overall artist. If you look at the albums, the projects in the past that Young Thug has put out, he is the embodiment of what an artist is supposed to be. The way he experiments with different sounds, the way he experiments with his own. I always compliment Kendrick Lamar on his vocal inflection being some of the best I've ever heard from a rapper. But as far as also being able to sing, Young Thug's vocal inflection is just off the charts. Like the way he can manipulate his voice and turn it into an actual because your voice is automatically an instrument but young thug's voice 
and his different tones and keys he can hit is like unmatched he dives into rock type tracks he dives into hip-hop type tracks now he's diving into like punk type with which is titled punk but it's like he's done so many different genres that he really actually focuses on the music and making it to where you would understand why a certain album is called the way it is like beautiful thugger girls was a strictly country type album country r&b type album and you can hear it throughout the whole album the way he was just going through from track to track all of them sounded country r&b influenced it wasn't just thugger girls and he's just like rapping about country girls that he wants to sleep with he was actually putting in country elements country musical elements that enhanced the track in a way that made you feel like he was actually going for that country r&b type vibe now will thugger uh beautiful thugger girls be played at your local country bar or club probably not but at the same time him attempting that is still a credit to his artistry and that's like the same way i feel like with this album called punk the way that the drums is minimalized and the i think acoustic guitars is that the way you say it it's like the guitar strings that i've never really i mean i don't know if i paid attention enough but the way that young thug uses guitars and less drums in his tracks is probably the most frequent out of any a-list rapper in today's game the use of guitars and less drums is not normal in the slightest it's, it's not a normal thing to do let's just say that as far as hip-hop genre is con concerned so young Th young thug already sets himself apart with that but then you get into how the different the versatility of him as an artist to be able to have from the likes of Jeff Basker to Little Double O, it's just like that's a that's a huge range of 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 artistry. Like that's not like oh okay, I'm going from Little Baby to Little Dirt, or I'm going from Little Dirt to Polo G. I'm going from the likes of a Post Malone switching it up and going with a with the, like a, a T-Shine, a T-Shine, and then, or switch it up and go with Mac Miller, and then on the on another track, end up rapping with Juice World. You know, the, the versatility is unmatched with Young Thug as, as far as being an artist. With this whole album, though, I don't want to, the only, I want to say this is a critique. This is kind of a critique. 2021 maybe because of the pandemic but it's been the most feature friendly like what am i trying to say it's been the most feature heavy based projects we've had in in a while so i don't know if it is if it's because of the pandemic 
that a lot of artists was reaching out to artists they've been wanting to collab with in the pandemic <laughs> the pandemic just put them in a place to where they can actually succeed in that because like there's not too many ways you can put out albums with with just yourself like unless you're like R&B slash country slash rapper like there's not too many ways you can make your album different so features help I'm not one of those that's like I don't want to hear any features but I do want to hear you more on the album than other people and for these feature heavy type projects coming out I don't know if it has something to do with the pandemic but as far as Young Thug is concerned and the punk album it is very feature heavy but the features do add to each track, but it makes me view it more as a mixtape than an actual album. Like for me, I want to put this in my top five albums of 2021, but what Rod Wave was able to do solely by himself, I don't think can be pushed to the side. You know what I'm saying? Like there's already al albums like Drake, Kanye, J. Cole, um, album was was more of himself with more features but it wasn't like a bunch of features it was more solely himself then you have rod wave and then you have baby king who's mostly himself so i like to reward not reward as far as i like give money to because of course these rappers make way more than uh, the average Joe <laughs> so but but just saying in general I like for albums to be solely that person's voice carrying the, the album the only could the only exceptions I made was from for Drake and Kanye and you can probably guess why that ex exception was made so for Young Thug I can't really give the same exception because for him not saying he's not on the same well he's not on the same level as Drake and Kanye like that's not a slight I don't think but for him to have so many uh, features for me it makes it view it more of a mixtape and doesn't so it doesn't enter into my album of the year type nominees if that makes sense so getting into the actual track list of punk it's very it's not long i mean no it's long okay it's, tw it's 20 tracks that's that's a long album sometimes i have to realize that i listen to music more than like anybody so album albums with 20 20 tracks for an average listener probably is like i don't know what to compare it to it's probably like they probably feel like it's like a, a week worth of music they have to listen to which to me is like I can finish it and probably the same day it comes out like it's not really that crazy because I like to dissect music at the pace that the masses are so I can kind of get a feel of what people are gravitating towards because when you're listening to music you listen to a music you listen to a track for like what three to four minutes and then you're on to the next one so music is coming at a fast pace everybody's wanting put out music everybody's wanting to listen to music and that constant cycle is getting faster and faster as the years go by so for this 20 track album for me i feel like it was fitting for artists like young thug but for others i feel like it may be a little much so 
track number one getting into die slow featuring strict i really like the track die slow but once again the features critique i feel like he could have did this by himself having a feature on it makes sense because honestly at this point young thug is a legacy act i'm not saying he's fell off he's we're gonna get into his sales but he hasn't fell off i don't think but he's not towards the top of the game anymore. So I feel like he's a legacy artist at this point. Not saying you have to be at the top of the game to not be considered a legacy act because some, because some artists are not at the top of the game and they're, no, no, they're nowhere near being a legacy artist. But with Young Thug, his track record, the albums he's put out in the past, he's definitely a legacy artist and an icon in the industry. For track number one, Die Slow, I feel like he could have did it for himself. But the reason I give more of a pass to Young Thug and why this album is still higher up on my album of the year list is because he's turning to more of a CEO. And you know, Young Thug's ear is becoming one of the best ears in hip-hop, honestly. I mean, he I don't know if he found Gunna, but every Atlanta artist not i'm not saying like love like oh my god i love i love young thug but just like they really gravitate towards young thug and they speak of him in a way that no like the, the respect that young thug has in atlanta is almost unparalleled the only artist i can even compare to that is probably gucci because gucci had if you like if you don't have the respect of gucci in atlanta and you're from atlanta making music then you might as well just stop rapping and just pick up a day job because you're not blowing up with beefing or not being fond of gucci man like it's just not gonna happen so gucci man would be number one but towards that ladder of influence and in finding young talent in atlanta young thugs definitely one of the more prominent ones and i feel like he's becoming more of a ceo and wants to put more artists on so he's taking that role of oh i'm gonna take him under my wing i'm gonna give him a track and then I, he's gonna repay well now he doesn't have to but it'll be nice you know what i mean if he did a track with me when he got super big i mean just look a little baby so not saying that young thug found little baby i'm just saying like young thug has the respect of a lot of atlanta artists and that's not normal like you can have beef with artists but if you have beef with an artist like young thug or gucci then good luck trying to make tracks in atlanta because it's not gonna go well <laughs> or, or trying to get features in atlanta because it's not gonna go well Track number two, Stressed, featuring J. Cole and T. Shine. This is the first. This is the first snippet I have for the track, as or not for the track. I have for the album, as I really like the album. Well, of course I like the album. What am I saying? I, I like the track, Stressed, but of course Jermaine comes with one of the worst guest verses of 2021. I don't know what he was doing. He was just screaming all over the track. He was shouting out his 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 cousin his uncle his grandparents i think he even shouted out his uh his, his local drug dealer like i don't know what he was i don't know what message message he was getting across like i could tell he was stressed by his delivery but his his actual quality of lyrics that he put into his verse now that stressed me out so uh this is the first 
snippet I have for the album, but mo mostly because I really like the way Young Thug comes on the track. Like when I tell you Young Thug's the top as far as vocal inflection, like I really mean that. Like he's an actual singer and he has a great voice. So yeah, um, this is the first snippet I have for the album, and you can hear Stressed featuring J Cole and T Shine right now. trying to hear that part but anyways jay um anyways young thug really carried that track i, I feel like it, it's one of the best tracks on the album honestly that's why i played the snippet for it as i feel like young thug went crazy maybe he finessed jermaine into being on the track for sales but that's the only reason i could think of of why he would even keep this verse on the track like you know how if you have a person like jermaine drake or kendrick on the on the track you try to put them last because of course the bars usually have more quality than anybody else who's on the track he put teach no this not like i don't even want to disrespect t shine i just want to say t shine had a great verse and he young thug put t shine at the at the end of the track because his verse was just better than jermaine's like jermaine was literally like the glue between Young Thug and T-Shine's verse. And I really like the way Shine came on the track. I like the way Thug started off the track, really engaging with the different ways he was playing with his voice and the singing in the background. All of that is just Young Thug being Young Thug. But Shine's verse at the end really adds another dynamic that makes this track one of the best tracks off of the album. Meanwhile, Drake, J. Cole was definitely living up to the stress title by stressing me out with that terrible verse. It was it was like one of the worst verses. It, it was it, it was literally one of the worst guest verses of, of 2021. Like if y'all can let me, if y'all can click my link tree, let me know on one of my social medias. Let, let me know what what that man Jermaine was saying in that in that verse. Then then I don't know. I maybe it'll make me feel less stressed whenever listening to listening to that track because I, I swear I listened to the track yeah after like after Jermaine's about to come on I skip right to Sean's first like that's just how I feel so anyways uh, oh other than that that's a great track track number three um, stupid slash asking I really don't remember that track so maybe that's bad on my part so I'm really not gonna speak on that because I don't remember that track track number four recognize real featuring Gunna I really like that track. I feel like Young Thug and Gunna has a certain dynamic that needs to be explored more. I'm not saying they need to make a collab album because I'm 
Like, not saying Young Thug doesn't make great collab albums, but I'm just saying, like, I'm tired of every... It's, it seems like every month I'm looking around, Young Thug or Future has a collab album with another up-and-coming artist, which is not a bad thing, because I bet you they was probably the ones that those artists... Uh, I bet you Young Thug or Future was probably the, the reason those artists even started rapping, which is why they have so many collab albums, but... Which is the, which was the case because of Juice World and, and Future, but at the same time, like it's, it can be, it can even be a little much just for it's the, um, even for me. Track number five, Contagious. Ooh, that track, that 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 chorus, Contagious, is is like like a ult is is the twenty four seven mood, like the whole Contagious, like I wish being real was Contagious. Because I keep showing love and other people be faking. Like, I just, I really like that chorus. And I feel like that's just such a mood for most people in going through life. And it's just a, such a great overall message in the track. So, Contagious is one of my favorite tracks. But it's not a snippet I'm going to play. Track number six, Peeping Out the Window, featuring B Slime and Future. When I tell you Future must have had enough of the uh, critiques, he came out swinging. He was like, yeah, I know y'all keep saying I fell off, but I got this bezel, I got this watch, I got this Bentley, kids are taken care of, family, generational wealth, buy your whole family. Like, he just started spazzing for no reason on the chorus. Like, I was like, who who made Hendrix mad? Like, I was just, I, I was confused on how Future can honestly talk about him falling off in such a way that makes it seem like he hasn't fell off at all like yeah he may not be selling the most or even close to the top as far as hip-hop artists are. like if future put out an album at this point the few the sales not saying it would look crazy but it, it may look a little little funny in the light but at the same time he's saying people saying he fell off but i mean look at his lifestyle he's still able to keep up a certain lifestyle so obviously he's created something that has given him a certain lifestyle that you can never that that is not attainable to whoever's hating well not whoever because you know you do have rich haters but at the same time he's he's good he's basically saying that he's good and you saying i fell off musically but what about life like that's the whole message i got out of future's chorus and i just thought it was phenomenal track number seven rich you know i am black so technically i can't say this word but because this is a podcast no not because it's a podcast because this is a pg podcast let me rephrase that i'm not going to say the actual phrase that this tremendous artist called juice world is featured on but let's just say that the first word of the of the track is called rich and it's basically talking about rich things that rich people do so, as far as the Juice World track, the, the 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 way that I look at it, Young Thug and Future, um, Young Thug and Future, they they have a great dynamic too. Young Thug and Juice World have a certain chemistry that's undeniable. You listen to it, you're like, oh, these artists. You know how some artists don't mesh well at all. I was listening to. I forgot, I forgot her name. That's, that's, that's bad, too. Angel, Angelina? 
not the girl from the breakfast club i know her name that's angela Yee. i'm thinking of the the one on Hot 97, I believe. She did an interview with J. Cole. Like, it was just one-on-one. I forget her name. But anyways, she was saying that some artists just don't mesh together. Like, you would be like, why don't this artist and this artist collab? Because radio-wise, radio hits-wise, whenever they collab, it's just not good at all. Like, people said for the longest that artists, like... Well, I, I don't, I don't want to say that I don't want to say any two artists because then, you know, people are going to be like, oh, I love that because, you know, music is so subjective. But let's just say they don't have the biggest hits. Like, if Drake and Jay-Z could go number one in the world every single time they made a track, I bet you they would. And But that's just not the case. With Juice World and Young Thug, not saying they go number one in the world as well, but they mesh in a way that the sales are definitely going to or reflect that chemistry because... Juice World is already one of the more the highest selling artists, not of all time, but one of the highest selling artists, and it's still on track to outsell most of the hip hop artists that are alive at this current time. And so, Juice World doing sales that's just astronomical. For the way that this track came together, came together, Young Thug's past tracks with Juice World have been off the charts. I mean, literally, his so much fun track with Juice World. His mannequin challenge verse, for, for me, was was one of the verse like one of the best verses I, I heard that year. Like it wasn't even that like deep as far as triple entendres. What? Well, yeah, no, even no, it was, but um, it wasn't that deep as far as message and like philosophy wise. Like it, I didn't get the meaning of life out of it. But the way, the way that Juice World just went on the whole mannequin type flip. And he just was flipping words and double on triple entendres. Like he was going crazy. And the way he came on the mannequin challenge verse was just or a track was just un unbelievable, honestly. With this track though, he also comes with a with a verse that is very, very great. Uh, uh, very, very good. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so um, the mannequin challenge verse, I believe, is better. I don't know if it's nostalgia, but this rich verse is is up there as far as far as Juice World's like not best verses, but as far as his verses with other artists go. Like he he definitely put his foot in with this feature. So I'm glad Young Thug got this verse. As you know, people are probably trying to pay for it. Juice World. Uh, features because obviously that's like an extra 50,000 in sales because Juice World sales are just off the charts. Track number eight, Living It Up, featuring ASAP Rocky and Post Malone. Now, Post Malone is one is is a very interesting artist. He doesn't want to be a hip hop artist because he got tired of bl uh, black publications asking him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I will never forget when Charlamagne asked him, "So what? What, what are you doing for the? What are you doing for the Black Lives Matter movement?" Like, I will never forget that Charlamagne asked Post Malone, "What are you doing for the Black Lives Matter movement?" And Post Malone had no, he had no clue in the world what that man was talking about. Like, literally, that froze him up. Like, like it was just, it was just so out of the blue. Like, it was like. 
Yeah, so what's your favorite color? Yeah, you know, I really like that color. Hey, what are you what are you doing for the Black Lives Matter? Like, it was just so out of the blue and just so spontaneous that it was just like, Post Malone was just, didn't have any, he didn't have anything to say. And I don't blame down him, but still, it's, it doesn't help that he's best friends with a guy like Justin Bieber who harmonized the N-word for more than like 10 seconds and it still still has a career to this day but you know i mean what are you gonna do track oh yeah i, I like that track i thought that track was great i just you know post me on had to i had to say that story track number nine saying yeah uh three times yeah 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 very inspirational very creative title if i would say so myself now i'm just playing let me let me stop i really like that track i like the way the track goes it's a very lighthearted, just fun gym t- type track like upbeat getting ready for for i don't know whatever and it's just a great track track number 10 halfway through the album ensure my wrist ensure my rich uh, rich uh, ensure my wrist it's like a tongue twister featuring gunna is a solid track that's all i have Track number 11, Scoliosis, featuring Little Double O. Now, this track stood out to me. I don't know why, but I really like Scoliosis. I feel like it was a great track. I feel like Little Double O came with it with the bars. You know, the ignorance was just at a high level. Like, it was definitely on... The ignorance was was over, was over 9,000 for those who watch DBZ. But, yeah. Yeah, that track was great. And then we get into track number 12. This is the second snippet I have for the entire album. And of course, like, you're already like, the track is called Bubbly, and I'm telling you, the, this this track is going to bubble up to the charts, hopefully to number one, but the GOAT is on here, of course, I'm not even going to say his no, name, like at this point, if I say the GOAT, y'all got to have, y- y'all have to know who I'm talking about, because I'm not explaining myself when it comes to who the GOAT is of this, of this hip-hop genre, and then we have Travis Scott. So, first of all, Travis Scott is, um, like, as far as auto-tune, he took it in a way, it was like, T-Pain walked so Travis Scott could fly, and I mean, fly to the to the high, high skies or, or the space, I, I don't know, so, somewhere that's, that's very high up. Um, so, 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 Travis Scott is very good with the whole auto-tune of course and the straight up and the it's lit and the auto uh, not the auto-tune the ad-lib that he adds to his verses just adds an extra layer to it then he came in the middle of the bar or the middle of his verse not the middle of the bar the middle of his verse he took a little pause and then he threw a squid game bar in there and it wasn't just like you know for me rappers who try to capitalize off of popular trends they come with the wackest bars or flips ever like literally corona came and everybody was like yeah i'm masked up no corona i was like but you literally have to wear masks wherever you go so like it doesn't make sense <laughs> and then with travis sky coming with the squid game bar it was more of a clever flip i really like clever flips i don't like flips for just the sake of putting a popular like like i don't like I don't like simple bars just to capitalize off of something popular. Like you have to make people think with the way you construct your words. Cause at the same time, if they're listening to you, they're not gonna be listening for long because the attention the attention span is not that long. So you have to 
engage them, and then say something that will stand out and then just leave them with it. Like, just walk away and leave them with it. So, I like the way he came in. He said, quote, which I think is one of the best quotes of, of 2021 as far as bars go. But he, he said, I hang with the snakes, no squids. Because, you know, the whole snakes with, you know, with, with the whole rappers and talking about snakes and, and things of that nature. And he said he bust out the game with a 4-5-6. Now, honestly, let me tell you something. I have a confession to make. I was supposed to uh, look up the meaning of, of, of the I broke up the broke out the game with a four five six because I had no idea what that meant. Like honestly, I was like, okay, I know that's the main character, but I still don't know what that means. Like, what is a four five six? But it means. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Travis Scott was basically saying that he he uh, Travis. Scott. What? I'm so confused. Okay, I'm on Genius, and they're not giving me a, a clear explanation at all. Like, they're saying, Travis shouts out sh- uh, shouts out YSL. Oh, because, okay, I guess Snake goes with Young, young Thug. Also, okay, so even that makes the bar even, cl- like, more clever. Like, hang with, came with the Snake, no squid. Snakes is notorious for Young Thug. And YSL, the whole Gunna group, you know, it's, it's well, not Gunna, but the whole Young Thug group with Gunna, you know, the snake is like their logo sometimes. Like, I think Young Thug, for one of his album rollouts, sent DJ Academics a live snake. Like, literally sent him a live snake. Like, I don't know if that snake is still alive to this day. He hasn't been, Academics hasn't been asked to ask about it, but last time he was asked about it, he, he said that he the snake was alive and well, and he feeds it mice, like, every day or something like that. I don't know, something crazy. And then he said he busts out the game with a 4-5-6. I think just, I don't know, maybe because, I mean, of course the main character, the number was 4 5 six. And the, the billion dollar prize was four five six. So maybe he say he bust out the game with a lot of money. So I guess Travis Scott is saying that he bust out the game, which is the hip hop genre. And he with 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 a lot of money. So I, I guess that's I, I guess that's what he was trying to do. Because I was supposed to look this up before I actually talked about it, but because I really like the bar. I still like the bar. Like it made more sense after I read it, even though genius has to make those things more clear because if i was confused on that then yeah the average fan that's yeah that's gonna be tough to anyways um so his verse was great obviously because i just spent a lot of time going over it but of course then we then we get to the goat and then it's just like it, it, like whenever the goat comes on and you just like you know is you know is him when they just switch, they they just have to switch the whole beat. You have to get rid of all that mediocre things. No, I'm just playing. Not mediocre, because I really like Young Thug and Travis part. But get rid of whatever y'all was doing, whatever y'all was on, on that track, Bubbly. Like, like Driz, I'm just going to say his name so y'all are not confused. Drake came in, probably heard him recording a verse. He's like, ooh, that, that's fire. Yeah, I want to put my, can I put my verse on this? You know, Young Thug's probably... You know, of course, it's, it's the GOAT, so what are you going to say? I mean, that's like an extra 50000 in sales. Drake, probably got in the studio, told the producer, change the beat, told him, made my voice sound like this, and then he just started singing. Like, I was just, I was confused. Like, I mean, he wasn't singing. singing. He was more of, like, holding a tone. Because he's not a singer, but, you know, he, like, croons. That makes sense. So, 
course, then he comes. So he comes, comes with a whole new beat, whole new vibe, and I think it works. I honestly think his part added the extra element that was needed, and definitely adds to the replay value. Because if you haven't noticed, the top hip hop tracks that have hit number one all have beat switches. The, the, there's not one beat that stays the same from beginning to end, and that's went number one overall on the hip-hop charts they all have beat flips or beat switches so there's a beat there's another beat and then that's it like they they, they flip the beat and and well let me just say there's there hasn't been a, a hip-hop track in 2021 that's when number one was solely one beat throughout the whole track there's always been a beat well there's always been one or more beats included in the track so take of that what you will bubbly i don't know what it would do sales wise but for me i think it, it would definitely go number one but we'll, we'll see i mean with the goat on it and with travis on it you have a high possibility of getting into the top five but getting number one is a little tricky because that's when labels come into play track number 13 road rage i really like that track that's very oh hold up Rewind. <laughs> I have to play. That's the second snippet for the album. So I'm gonna play the, ver the Young Thug verse off of Bubbly. I'm not gonna play Goat the Ghost part because you know you can go listen to that yourself. But this is a Young Thug review, so I have to be fair because I do like his verse off of here. So we're gonna listen to Young Thug, and we're also gonna listen to a little bit of Mr. It's Lit. So here is Bubbly with Young Thug, the Goat, and Travis Scott. Like bubbly, I'm not waiting for her to say she love me. I can tell she give me, man. Trust me, I got a 10 year old me still like fuzzy. 325 on the dashboard, riding a Porsche, rocking Tom Ford. I bought out Bernie's nutrition Dior. I took the jet to the New York store. She lit while I'm driving, I'm standing the floor. I took it all track, now I'm riding this boy. You stay in your feelings, you never my boy. I can't come to the hood, I pull a decor. Another body dropping, they screaming my name. I'm going to LA on a private plane. Could never come back in my family straight. I'm touchable, no one to Richard to pay. Skeleton cardiac blood. Diamond space, pull up too deep like a parade. Oh, jealous, try to my pay. Black star, Aurora's culling in rain. I put my gas in my wrist, in my neck, in my ears, in my mother chains. Just drip out the trenches, I know you gon' dig it. I caught you deep off planes. I cut up my wrist, soaking wet, and Coachella keep calling, they won't see the fame. I took her to China and changed up her climate, and now she ain't talking the same. Five nights up, still popping in rage, and the SBR still living the range. I want her, she wanted the same, and above St. Tom, both glad that they came. Me a vibe, I can't keep it contained. No, I keep me some dolls, always keep me in training. Tad a logo on the back of my brain. Don't ask me what the f am I thinking. Back of these walls, I'm full of that drink. It came through with a little entertainment. So, yeah, as you can tell, that track is amazing. By far the best track on this album. Not, be not just because, not solely because the GOAT is on it, but that has a lot to do with it. Track number, track number 13, Road Rage. I like that track. I thought it was solid. Track number 14, Faces. I really like the chorus on Faces. I feel like he goes in a place that you wouldn't expect him to go with Faces. And it just adds to the overall greatness of the album as Faces has a great chorus. Track number 15, Dropping Jewels. It's just a great track overall. Track number 16, Fifth Day Dead. I really like that track. I don't like talking about 
death on albums because you saw what happened with the Notorious B.I.G. I feel like there's actually something attached to that. Like whenever you put out those type of albums and those type of messages in your music. But I'm just going to move on. <laughs> track number 17, Icy Hot featuring Doja Cat. One of the more unique tracks off of this album. Really showed the versatility as Doja Cat and Young Thug came on this track like they just never made a never made a hip-hop track in their in their life so this icy hot track is, is definitely different to say the least and i really like it so it's not bad i just feel like it's really different and i, I think it's solid track number 18 love you more featuring gunna jeff basker and nate ruiz uh that track's all right i, I don't know I, I don't i don't think i know too much about that track track number 19 hate the game i feel like the message is 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 good the, the the way he repeated the the hate the get like the whole catchphrase hate the game baby like that whole like repeating that could get annoying for some people but for me i thought it was slightly tolerable so i thought it was okay then track <clears throat> track number 20 is just phenomenal now this is the third and final snippet i have for the album I feel like Mac Miller's verse, I'm not even a Mac Miller person, as, well, fan as far as like listening to him on a daily, but his verse on here made me go back and like listen to, to some of his old music. I feel like that's what happens with a lot of people who feature, which is why they put out singles to capitalize off of being on a big name artist album. But as far as with Mac Miller, He's already a big artist, and he also he released something like a deluxe edition of, of I don't know, I, it was like a deluxe edition of, of Swimming or Faces, it, it was something. And so, for for him to be on Young Thug's album, and for the backstory, is just so surreal. It's like literally they was making this track, and it was called The Day Before, and it was the day before he passed away. So it was very scary as far as how this worked out and for young thug he even said that he was like he was like is this a sign like i don't like he didn't know what to think of it and he was given that whole message if you look up young thug interview breakfast club you will hear him talk about it in full but the whole message behind this track is not even about death so it's like a weird way for him to have his final encounter with my mac miller working on the track this is the day before so it's kind of crazy but let, let well not kind of it's definitely crazy like insane but let's listen and let's listen to day before we're gonna listen to a little bit of young thug then we're gonna get into mac miller's part so here it is day before young thug mac miller right now super different i even stood out on my own partners since a kid, I've been a dresser, thousand dollars. I was my diamonds green, poured platinum. Whoa, yeah. Talk to him while I'm sleeping, yeah, yeah. Swimming in the linen like the deep end, yeah, yeah. All I ever needed was an alibi, yeah, yeah. I don't need a reason, yeah. Out of mind, so I keep busy. Everything a hundred, I don't ever leave a fifty, yeah. Did my own halftime, if I was simple. What the f think I'm rich for? Why you think I'm always tight with my hand on my and the crib just turned to a strip shop. That's what it is, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, though. Yeah, well, leave me alone. Take it home. If it ain't another million, I ain't picking up the phone. Phony, it's always sitting on the phone. 
All I want some baby, keep a dog bone, yeah, yeah. I don't need a lot, but I got a lot. I don't need a lot, but I got a lot. Yeah. Two for the whip in the parking lot. Everything cut and turn to a barber shop. Swear I'm always shining, couldn't tell you if it's dark or not. Just a couple things I thought about, yeah, yeah. So yeah, as you can tell, it was definitely different from the other features that Young Thug had on the album, and I think it just adds to the overall greatness of the album, which is why I believe this is one of the best albums of 2021. Now, if you have Punk on your top three or number one or top five for the albums of the year list, then I wouldn't be mad as Punk is a great album. Just the way that I look at it, a lot of features makes me think it's a mixtape. And... I only gave a pass for like two artists for having that many features and they're they're like the goats of this genre so i don't really like too many features on the album as you can tell but i feel like punk is a great album and definitely one of my favorite albums of the year so now that's really that's it for for the album as far as, far as sales now that, that's what i really want to get into all and this is gonna be real short so many features you have young thug of course young thug this is his album anyways let me restart you have you have the goat drizzy drake you have jermaine you have juice world you have post malone you have doja cat you have mac miller and you still only sell 85 to 95,000. makes me feel like features don't even matter anymore in this day and age or maybe young thugs not at a place sales wise as we thought he was because when dj khaled came out with having baby twice on the album jay-z and Nas on the same track like two or three drake tracks like he basically had a whole drake ep on the album and still didn't have a number one over tyler the creator's album let me see how much he sold because because that's pretty crazy like honestly now that i think about it having all those tracks Having all those tracks, I like. I would have to like. There's, there's no way. So he he sold eighty to a hundred thousand. See, that's and that's why like it's just it just doesn't just make an album yourself. Like I don't understand why it's so bad to. It, it, it's not bad to, to make an album and just have mostly yourself on it because obviously these are not helping out as well i mean they're definitely helping as far as sales like i, I can't even say that you, you have to go on your album you you is probably projected to do less if you didn't have them on there so he definitely helped but at the same time selling 80 to 100,000 it is just not bad but having all those features on it is just like okay what would you would have sold without them like like why why are the sales looking like this when you have all these hot name artists on here so but yeah so that's that's all i really have for for the young thug album i understand that it's just like not something that young thug focuses on which is why he didn't have a huge rollout plan like he literally promoted the album for like what one week five he, he really promoted it for like five days and then dropped it so i can't really fault him on that well you can't fault him because 
if he does care about sales but if he doesn't then this doesn't really probably doesn't bother him that much and it, young thug really strikes me as an artist who really just focuses on the quality so yeah young thug and the goat is still battling for number one as of course when you're the goat your sixth week of, of putting out or what it's been like a month or two since drake's put out his album and he's still battling with hip-hop artists for having the number one selling uh, album for the week like it's literally like he's in his seventh week of clb and he's competing with young thugs punk album for first uh for for the hip-hop number one sales for the first week i don't even know if that makes sense okay let me rephrase that drake and young thug are in a sales battle for the number one spot on the billboard 200 this week as far as album sales go punk is currently at 82,000. certified level boy is currently at 82,000. you want me to let you know what this means drake is literally the biggest artist to ever put out music for the hip-hop genre now that is like at this point it's a fact it's like watching LeBron ball out at age like 57 and being like you know what Michael Jordan may still no LeBron is literally greatest basketball player ever uh and then with with, with Drake he's literally the great the, the most the most like profitable hip-hop artist to ever grace a mic and it's just crazy honestly so those are the sales for young thug he's still battling with the goat in his seventh week and then it's really insane if you think about it like if least it, it is really unexplainable the, the greatness that man like it's yeah let me just move on so yeah click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of young thug's punk album and what is your favorite track off of the album now we're going to get into Nintendo's new, well, latest news and new DLC for Animal Crossing. Now, if you would have told me that Animal Crossing was getting paid DLC, then I would have told you that you were absolutely right, as Nintendo is notorious for putting out a game and continually supporting it with paid DLC. Now, it's not the fact that it's paid. It's just the fact that it's downloadable content. Like the games that Nintendo has put out nowadays is very much takes on a life of its own. And the fan base supports it in a way that you can keep doing things like this and it will still keep getting support. The reason I say that is because when when you're making content like Animal Crossing, you're literally building a whole life outside of reality. It's like playing The Sims. It's an escape to another world. For Animal Crossing, it's an escape to literally another world where you're paying bills, but you're the one who owns everything. Cause, cause at the start, you're, you're talking to what was his name, Tom or Tim Crook or something like that. And then after he gives you a whole tour, he's like, "Oh yeah, you can have this, but you have to pay me this much." And then you're like, "Oh okay, I, I guess I'll be in debt for you forever." So yeah, that's that's how, that's how Animal Crossing works. But and, and and the people on the island, like if you leave for a little bit and then come back, like on your Switch, like let's say you stop playing for a week and you come back, it will show 
throughout the the land that you've been gone for a week and a lot of people will be like oh look you came to see old little us or something like that it, it, will, it will very much mock you for not taking care of the people around the the, the environment but for the dlc it's a paradise it's a paradise planning as you're you're taking a vacation to an island like an islander islanders vacation and designing your residence bungalows or just different exterior houses or, or modifying modifying designs and homes basically it's like a vacation dlc and you're the responsible for for designing a lot of what your residents are living in all the vacation homes will be player well will be player design of course and will be kept in the portfolio of in the nook phone app for those who play the game you know what that is for those who don't play a game play the game please bear with us as we are getting to the 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 in detail or the detail or the, the in-depth detail well, we're talking about Animal Crossing DLC, so yeah. The, the All your home vacation player designs will be kept in portfolio in the Nook Phone app, Happy Home Network. In the app, players will be able to visit homes of previous client previous clients, share the vacation homes, home designs with each player, and follow their favorite designer from the app. So it seems like a very interconnected web of player community type strategy where you're making something and you get to share it to the masses. So that actually is pretty cool. And I like that concept a lot as if you if you're going to pay for DLC, you might as well go the whole way and just like try to get as much out of a DLC pack as you can. Because the individual membership plan for Animal Crossing costs $49.99 for 12 months and the family membership plan what am I looking at yeah players can download Happy Home Paradise as a complimentary feature of Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack okay that's the online okay that's that's something totally different so I don't I don't know the actual price for the for the DLC but the price for the DLC and online, if, if for those who don't know or in, and actually care, <laughs> the individual membership plan costs $49.99 for 12 months and the family membership is $79.99 for 12 months. The expansion pack includes Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games. Felt like I was reading a whole ad script right there, but that is the reality of the situation, or that's the reality of the Nintendo situation. So. That's all I really had to say about Animal Crossing. It really wasn't too much as, as, as far as getting into the news about Animal Crossing. The biggest thing with Nintendo putting out paid DLC for Animal Crossing is that they're still trying to put out new content for the current fan base to keep them engaged in the actual game. So apparently Animal Crossing is a long game, meaning, I mean, it's literally an island that never stops. Like you're literally taking care of things forever. So. It's like I don't understand what type. Those, those are not my type of games. Like I get out, I try to escape reality for for less for less uh, task, not more. Like you literally escape one reality where you're paying 
paying bills and, and working to another reality where you're paying bills and working like i don't understand those type of games so but anyways click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of animal crossing's new pay dlc and will you be playing the new dlc when it come when it eventually comes out now we're going to get into little dirk's latest single called pissed me off Now, if it's not about killing, then what is it really about? Because honestly, I don't know what type of message I can create to change my perspective on the way Lil Durk makes music and puts out music. This is not... This is not it. Like I don't, I don't know. For for like just the, the entertainment aspect of of hip hop. Of course, it sounds great, and he's rapping about like he's rapping about real life events, which is the scary part. Like he's literally the, the way that Little Dirk makes music, and the way that all his affiliates either gets locked up or passes away due to gun violence, or not even gun violence, just violence in general. I don't want to make it. I don't want to make this a serious topic, but he there's if there's nobody in his corner telling him that maybe he should start rapping about just his lifestyle like maybe just start talking about i mean obviously the home invasion was his lifestyle but he doesn't have to add on to that by saying oh we're gonna slide and i mean literally people are mocking him because of king von passing away and saying that he hasn't slid yet because in his music he says if somebody passes away we're gonna slide he says it like every five seconds like at that point you would think it's a playground so honestly with this whole message that little dirk is sending through his music people around him either keep dying or keep getting locked up it's one or the other it's, it's never like oh they go on to have a happy ever after uh, it, it, it's like little dirk is 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 like the the the, the energy he brings is is not it's not it's, it's not healthy i'm just i'm just gonna say it. like it's just this is gonna be a serious segment it, it's not good for the hip-hop industry i'm not saying that little dirk is 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 like detrimental to the hip-hop genre but he's certainly not helping the image as he has to stop rapping about like killing and and just violence in general because of his real life reflecting that same gun violence like it would be different if meek mill which I talked about Meek Mill being like a version of, uh, or trying to be like a version of Lil Baby or Lil Durk, but ended up being like the the, the off-brand Lil Durk or Lil Baby on his last album. Which Lil Durk is definitely one of the best at that flow currently, and that that steady RPM and keeping up that tempo and that that energy, that engaging 
energy that you really like for an upbeat type track, hip hop track. Like he's one of the best doing it right now. But his message is just, it's, so for me, I was a huge Juice World fan, right? When I was listening to his music, I could, uh, I could, could pick out how that man was literally going through drug addiction before our very own eyes. Like it was something he literally talked about and said that he could not stop. Like he said he wants to, but you know when they say they want to, you know what that means. So it's like he's addicted to drugs and he's putting his his life into this music and it sounds so real, but it's something that's literally going on in his real life. Like it's something that's that's happening in a way that's that leads to him putting that music that that him that leads to him using music as like an outlet to to get out his real life problems. For Lil Durk, it's like the 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 gang violence of like if Lil if Juice World's problem was drugs and addiction, Lil Durk's problem is gang violence and just being in that life for way too long. Not saying the same out like. You know, with Juice World's vice, he ended up passing away, R.I.P. I just hope the same doesn't happen with Little Dirt, as that's just like, it's just so apparent that whatever he's, whatever type of energy he has as far as real life gang violence, it's coming, it's creeping into his music, and it's just, well, it's already in his music. It's, it's definitely throughout his like his whole discography, but it's just it's getting to the parallels are getting too uh, obvious as far as his real life and his raps, and that's never good when you're rapping about murdering and killing and almost dying because of a home invasion. Like that's never. I don't think that's cute at all. So yeah sorry to take that for as far as like a serious term but i really like i've said this take so many times but at, at some point i just have to completely you know i have to say put the medicine in the candy like i had to completely just take the candy away and just let y'all know that this man if he keeps going down this route it is not it's not gonna end up well all right that's that's all i gotta say with that so click my link tree in my bio let me know on one of my social medias what do you think of little dirk's latest single called pissed me off uh, I didn't even play a snippet for it. Well, I did play a snippet. Well, I played the beginning for the segment, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play the snippet. Like usually, I keep it. I try to keep it like fair, but I just, I'm not playing the snippet. That's that's it for that. So uh, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of Little Dirk's latest track called "Pissed Me Off"? And what do you think is the longevity of, of Lil Durk's career? Like, where do you see Lil Durk in, in two to three years? Now I'm going to get into the overview of the pod. First, we started with Summer Walker and City Girls, X for a reason. Honestly, this track should have been trashed for a reason. And, well, it was trashed for a reason. And Summer Walker honestly didn't help out by saying that I wasn't the one who put this out. My label, like, literally pulled a Kanye. Like, nobody's going to believe you. Just put out better music. And because you're too talented to put out a track like this. So, that track just wasn't it at all. 
Now I'm scared to hear what the actual album is going to sound like if this is a single. The next track we got into was, well not next track, but the next artist we got into was Young Thug and Sharon Locations. We also talked about how, Sharon Locations, why is that on there? Hey, we did not talk about that at all. I think that was left over from Meek Mill Review. Um, we got <laughs> we got into Young Thug and his, like, well, like, I don't even know what word can I use to describe this amazing, amazing, spectacular. I'm just going to give it all the Spider-Man adjectives. The, I think that's it. Amazing, amazing, spectacular, friendly neighborhood thug. No, I don't think that works. Uh, but anyways, that album was tremendous, phenomenal, astronomical. All the adjectives. Album literally was one of my favorites of 2021. Young Thug proved once again why he's regarded as one of the top icons and most respected legends to ever be in a hip hop genre. Then we got into Animal Crossing. We talked about how Animal Crossing for Nintendo is definitely a live service as the fan base is very supportive. And the, the reason that it's, it's supportive is just because it's it's It's, it's like real life outside of real life. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. I try to describe it to The Sims, but it's talking animals, so it's almost hard to even compare it to, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's literally escaping reality to another reality where you're, like, their responsibilities are still high. So, for people who like those type of games, then, the, then that's, the, I got into the information, talked about the DLC, and just whatever you want to do with that, then let me do what you will with that information then we got into little dirt pissed me off so you would think by the way i talked about that track that really pissed me off as it, it, i really didn't i don't like the message that little dirt sends throughout his his music I, I don't like it like honestly i i was a huge fan of juice world and the way i could draw parallels to his music and his real life when when, when it became too obvious I started to have a little concern that he actually passed away from actually from from the things he was rapping about in his music. I just don't want the same to happen, Lil Durk. So that's that's it. I just don't. Yeah, that's not it. That's that's not cool. So that's about it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a voice message, letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. If you want to financially support the show, click my Cash App link located towards the top of my link tree as it helps the show overall. Make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Also, don't forget... Wait, did I already say that part? Mm, I didn't. Okay, rate this show five stars on Apple Podcasts. This helps the show. This also helps the show um, reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect.